This is a special shout out on the podcast to our Patreon subscriber, Tiffany Kenny. Tiffany, thank you so much for supporting the podcast with your monthly subscription. People like you are helping this show keep going. So a toast to you, Tiffany. You are doing a great job. And for anyone else who would like to check the show out on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash whymommydrinks. Tiffany Kenny. everyone welcome to why mommy drinks this is betsy stover and in this episode i am joined by frequent guest co-host alicia gaddis hello hi friend this is so fun already I'll, every time i'm here i love it <laughs> oh it's it's always lovely having you on the show thank you for coming on the show and it's extra special because your husband, who is a musician, an author, a Grammy winner, he's had four nominations for the Grammy that he has already won, which is a world record. <laughs> Lucky Diaz. <laughs> Thanks. You guys, he's sitting next to me. We're actually married in our house. Here, so it's not right just here. an elaborate room. No. no. Sharing a microphone. We share everything. Sharing a microphone. We do. I mean, we share too much in this time of COVID. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I drew the line. Good job. (laughs) My husband and I, um, we generally don't fight like ever. And um, when we had kids, we started bickering more. Mm. But but even then, we we really don't argue. Like we don't like we get along really easily. And man, just this, just even like this past week, it's like, oh boy, the wheels are just starting to come off. It's like super uh, Mercury retrograde plus all these planets are clashing and stuff. I I was reading about it. Lucky's really serious about it. He's really into astrology. I'm really into to um not be, doing anything on mercury and retrograde i'm all about the numbers and planets and stuff i make all of my choices based on this it's and true it, like we, he would not let us get married on a day that mercury was in retrograde so we like looked at what no what venus days. was in retrograde oh, which venus, me, was in venus retrograde. is the planet of love so, so we got we did married. not get married on yeah we on got married day. on the your pinnacle. parents are really upset about it yeah, we picked the day that yeah. was supposed to be like the most lucky in love. Pun it was because yeah, they love they love Venus in retrograde, so they were really pissed about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I think well, you know, which is ironic because Alicia's dad, being a football coach, which I'm sure you've heard about already, that he's super <gasps> Not super really. Well, he's super superstitious. Yeah, he's super he's superstitious. Yeah, we wouldn't tell you that, but he and he's a very um you know straightforward kind of you know guy. Yeah, before and, every game, he has to find a heads up penny to put penny to put in his right shoe. And he has like oh, the same. Wow. That's a cool move. I didn't. Cool move. I didn't think that. So, I, so therefore, asking for the day that was not in Venus and retrograde was. We had to wait till Venus and retrograde was over to. Get yeah, but there. what you did was sounds more woo woo. Like my dad's superstition is like I I'm am, basing superstition on facts I made what's up. Wrong in his mind. What's wrong with woo woo? What's wrong with that? Nothing. I have I a collection of crystals and just did meditation before this. You know, I'm wearing a tie dye caftan. I am woo woo. It sounds like Lucky lives in California and your dad has obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's the difference. Listen, you know, Venus is in retrograde, bro. <laughs> like, I feel like with your flat bill. Yeah. I feel like Mercury is 
we've even talked about this on the show that like I feel like Mercury is always in retrograde. Yeah. Like anytime anything fucks up, everyone's like, well, Mercury's in retrograde. Well, yeah, so. really, I think the year of 2020 is all retrograde. <laughs> it's all it's the worst retrograde of all time. But this month, apparently this month is the worst of all of every month for a hundred years or something. A hundred years. Susan Miller said it. That lady that I follow on astrology. Zone I know said who, that I it, know who Susan she, Miller is. She she said it. She said that it was the worst. She said she, I believe and you. That everyone's really tense and everyone's Speaking of be, fighting, Lucky and I don't don't fight like bicker but we'll have like one big fight ever so many months <laughs> to let it out i mean to let out the venus in retrograde because i am at a pressure cooker and i put up enough with you <laughs> you didn't put up with me well thank yeah. you for validating how me. did we even get on this subject oh that's right because Beth was telling how- us about not fighting oh that's how our house is. It is like a pressure cooker. Like everyone is just like, yeah, you know when like a, a pot is boiling and the lid is kind of like, like the lid is kind of like vibrating on the top of the pot. Uh-huh. Like that's our house is just that vibrating lid that's just like it's it's almost going to pop it's off. Hard for it not to be though. And to take that lid yeah. off in real life, like in real life, like 2020 is not real life. Pre-2020, <laughs> you'd take that lid off and all the steam would be like, I'm going to go over to this area. Who's taking the top off for the steam? What is that? Nobody's doing that. No, I'm saying pre-2020. Nobody's like, hey, let's let out the steam. I do. I let out the steam every time you go to... We take the kids to like at the kids in life, not like the, if you go to Disneyland or the museum yes. or a cafe with your friends. Yeah. That's letting the steam that's letting go. The lead yes, out. that's letting the lead out. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, that's like me being like, I'm going to a hotel overnight. Oh, like girl. fuck all y'alls, oh. and that's me letting the the lid yeah. off that yes. pot. That. Or just the kids going away. That's any place but here. Like having a play date where you can drop off your child or like <sighs> let them just those, touch though. the. Child. Have like we, each have, other. Wait, have we had that? Dropping off. Like, well, I would a take off plate No, I would take my like take Indiana to my mom and dad's and oh, drop them off. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. play date with grandma. That's good. But oh. you know, but now the entire time we were in Indiana, we played with my mom with masks on. Yes, I know. At social distance, six feet away. We're pretty hardcore around here because my a, mom wouldn't take a COVID test. I'm a type one diabetic, so mm-hmm. I, we have to be. Super Sorry, my careful, chair is but, yeah. me. Um. Anyway, so yeah. And you already had COVID. I did. And it was really awful. And so I think that, you know, I just want to be extra careful for my own, for everyone, right? For our friends and family. And so, yeah, we don't want anyone to get sick. So it was the worst. It's terrible. Oh, and I'm sorry if that is um, private. We can always edit that No, no, it's okay. No, it was, it was um, one of the things that happened when it was happening, it was private because he was like one of the first people to get COVID that we knew. Like it was like kind of March, no, April, like into March. Yeah. So we didn't want into the people's opinions because at that time mm. there was like science was like, and I was just like trying to survive and he was For, quarantined. And our daughter got pneumonia. We had come, come back from Asia on January 7th. And then two weeks after that, she started getting a <gasps> cough. And then it, uh, two mm-hmm. weeks after that, it was Which awful. Which they think so, she could have ha- had COVID. Yeah. And then we went to the her pediatrician who was amazing, but said, oh, we think she may have COVID. And they were like, oh, COVID. Whoa, you guys! You got go to Disneyland today, which we did. It wasn't even called COVID then. That's exactly no, that's right. And then later on, they're like, like, "You may have been like, we had just come from China." Like, yeah, yeah she got I forgot about that. Yeah. So, listener, if you don't recall, Alicia and Lucky are in a band. It's it's what it's 
it's changed, and I don't want to say it wrong. Oh, What's right. the name of the band? A Lucky Band. It was Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band. Yeah, but now it's... That's what I want. Yeah, but... Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Now it's called The Lucky Band. You can call yes. it anything if you want. <laughs> yeah. All we right. We changed it because in Asia, the name was too long. We ended up... Oh. We ended up, like, having a whole television show there and this big stadium tours there, and they couldn't... They didn't know how to translate and the family jam band. So it'd be like, they, they, they just, they would be like, lucky sons and daughters and cousins. So like, it was like making music. Like, that was making like music. making, like, that was the name of the band. And so we so just, yeah, with cousins. And then we'd be like, yeah, cousins. We'd be like, And then that's a terrible name for a band. It was like, they would, every time we'd go back to a green room, you know, your name would be on the green room door and it would literally be like, Mr. Lucky with his. His cousin See, what, singing music in this show. Oh like, we're like, no, like, he's in the family jam band. When people get tat- Chinese character tattoos. That's what they are. You yeah. know? They're like, playing with cousin. Hey, check out my tattoo, bro. What's it say? It says, uh, you know, dreams. Yeah. And in reality, it says, oh. this guy has lame tattoo or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's we a shit it. for brains. That's, that's right. why we changed yeah. it because they basically changed it for us. They just started being like, eh, the lucky band. And so and that, like, And I think there's also, no, like, I think also that Chinese. Chinese speakers also have difference in opinions sometimes about what it is the translation is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll look I'm at the character saying, yeah. and they're just like, well, it says, you know, lucky and people. Or it'll say, you know, so... It, it was hard yeah, to translate. It was difficult, right? So that's why we anyway, were God. Yeah. behind the scenes. Behind the <laughs> scenes. really happened. <laughs> I considered a uh, freshman year of high school learning Chinese, and I remember... It, it's uh, it's just like a whole other. So I, hard. It's really it's difficult. so different. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's, it's very so difficult. Hard. To do, yeah. Lucky's it's much better. He was like studying it intensely oh, because yeah, we speak but... a lot of Chinese, a lot, maybe fifteen phrases on the stage. So mm-hmm. like 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 chilaiba, we say chilaiba a lot, which means stand up or daja hao, like <laughs> good job going. everybody. Yeah, right. Like sun <laughs> soot, like one two three four, like we like try to you know. Um, and then behind us on projectors are all the songs in Chinese for to, to be translated because we're not singing in Chinese. It's so it was. Mm. It, hopefully, we'll get back. Oh, yeah, well, I, nice. I love China. I I feel that the narrative here is so um, different, and I, I love being. I love the Chinese people, and I love going to China. It's so such a beautiful fun. place. And um, yeah, our so daughter, our about. daughter, literally, we look back like we started taking her when she was one, and she's four and a half. And in those three years, um, we think we were in China nearly over a third of her life. Like almost wow. a half like she 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 just kind of almost identifies as part of her soul is in china like she'll be like oh i really miss bao i would really like you know i really need these these things that i had in china I, well we have to have slippers mm. in our shoes like or our sh- slippers that are in our, in our house like things like that you know she's very uh it's in in it's how she's been raised thus far are you uh, – oh, really quick. Uh, so I have three kids. They are all boys, four, eight, and ten. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you do, God, over there? Um, well, for listeners who uh, I've got <laughs> oh, – I, we've got um, a 16-year-old. Um, she's my stepdaughter who I love and And she's Lucky's biological daughter, biological daughter. And so I I met her when she was exactly Indiana's age and Indiana (laughs) is four and a half. So I met Ella when she was four and a half. So right now Mm -hmm. it's like um, a really cool time. Well, Ella will be 17 in a few months. 
Yeah. Two, three months? No, four. Four months? <laughs> It's hard to keep totally track. Totally December, January. It's hard to keep track. 2020 yeah. time. I don't yeah. know. It's, February. It could, be, it, could be, it could be February last year. I don't oh, know. No. Lucky, yeah. I've heard a lot of, I've heard a lot from Alicia about uh, Ella being the age that she is, or, you know, not a ton, but just driving and that sort of thing. But how are you feeling about having a, a, a teenage daughter who is almost 17? Uh, I, <laughs> how I, do you feel about that? Uh, I feel good about it. She's a great... She's a great person. Um, she's um, in high school. She's driving. She's becoming a young adult. Um, I feel that time moves really fast. And I know it's cliche mm-hmm. to say like, oh, it moves really quickly. But I'm sure you know with your own kids that it moves mm-hmm. really quickly. But, you know, I'm um, yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily feel I feel sometimes old, maybe. But, or then sometimes, you know, I'll say to someone like, oh, you know, I have a daughter that's almost 17 or something. And they'll say, whoa, what are you know, that's crazy. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of her. I hope that she he uses uh, my face cream. I, 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 yeah, I hope that she's empowered. <laughs> They're uh, working. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm sorry, you said you hope that she's empowered. I do. I hope that she's empowered and feels um, supported. And, you know, I always I always tell her kids, you know, I definitely when speaking to our children, I feel that encouraging them to and supporting them and whatever their dreams may be is the key. So if they want to be, I always told Ella, if you want to be a plumber or you want to be an accountant or you want to be a painter, whatever it is you want to be, I'm going to be in full support of, but just be the best at what that is. Don't do it halfway. So that's what I want for her. And I think that um, and I want her to be happy regardless of whatever she is doing or wherever she lives or whoever she chooses her partner to be. So I think I feel that she is becoming that person. So I'm, I'm proud of her for that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a it's it's a um, you know, being a modern parent is is different than parents of our previous generation. So mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily her. I'm not her friend. I'm her father. Right. And so my <laughs> philosophy is that I'm going to be her dad. And so I'm not you know, we have a daughter, a father daughter relationship, right? So she may be on social media posting certain things. And that's a tough, that's probably the most challenging thing, because I want to say and do I'm like, you got to take that picture down. That's ridiculous. But I can't, I really can't do that, you know, and so not anymore. Wait, Can we talk about that? Because that's something I might, I've been thinking about that lately. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I had to talk about it because we were talking about um, Kellyanne Conway's daughter. I think her name is Courtney, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right, yes. She's 15 and she's on TikTok and stuff. Right. And, um, you know, she's she's sort of blowing up like people, you know, follow her for political updates. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she's this 15-year-old girl and she's very much 15, she's such, you know, a petulant teenager and with a lot of all the attitude that kind of goes along with that. Um, but she also posts these very... Uh, from my point of view, very kind of provocative, um, you know, bathing suit photos and stuff. And I know that other people I know, their teenager, teenage daughters do the same. Um, And I, and I, I personally, (laughs) I don't even have a dog in the fight, really. (laughs) But I, I feel weird about it. Because on one hand, um, I want them to cover up and not sh- not show a bunch of like leering people in the world their all their bits. Right. But on the other hand, um, I also grew up with a lot of body shame, mm-hmm. and you know that came from you know r- religion and all sorts of different things. And um, 
and at the end of the day, I am a feminist and I mm-hmm. want, I think they should do what they want with their body. But I guess as a mom, I'm like, no, please just put some clothes on. How, right. Where are you at with that? I think, well, let me just say this. I think that I know I can't speak from a, a female perspective or a perspective of a woman. So I know that Alicia has a real clear um, point of view and guidance and opinion about this subject. I think as her father, though, it makes it difficult to see images of my daughter. That I don't, I don't, for a long time, I didn't follow her because it just made me uncomfortable and it weirded mm-hmm. me out. And then and it caused a lot of conflict. It did. And then I would, and I would say, like, you need to take this down. And I would call her mom and say, hey, I, I, you know, you need to, I'm asking you to do this. And Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I and it's also very uncomfortable for me to, you know, I'm a musician. I've played with so many men, right, in my mm-hmm. career, and then I old men. I'm older, really. I'm a middle aged man. So see, middle aged men liking my daughter's bikini pictures, who's a child, is stressful to me. So and again, like I'm not, I'm not judging my friends or old colleagues. I wouldn't necessarily call them friends, but sometimes maybe. And then. I don't want to judge them. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying as her father, it it gets weird, right? So, Right. And they could even be liking this photo as just as a way of being like, hi, I see you. Of course, yeah. And I want her to feel empowered, but I can't speak towards that. But I can say that as her father, it makes me (laughs) weirded out. And it's hard. And and I've had her take down photos. I, Mm -hmm. I And I'd say, hey, this isn't okay for you. So when you turn 18... And you can do this. But right now, I'm as your father, I'm asking you to take this down. I don't think it's appropriate. Again, it's a different time. Kids are way older, you know, than than they've ever have been, you know, and it's also, you know, I, it's 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 just weird. It's a weird time. You know, the, the oh, I'm trying to find the, the proper phrase, I guess, the the um, the aesthetic of age is different now, right? Mm-hmm. You see people and you see children I'm like, oh, who are these college students? And it's like, oh, they're in middle school. Like what? Like right. it's so sk- weird yes. it out. And so like it, it's hard to gauge age now um, online and it's it's hard to guide oh your, your kids. And so again, I can't speak to the, 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 the female opinion or I can't speak to that. But I, again, as her father, I think that um, it, it definitely is um, stressful and I want to be able to say the right things and say, oh. hey, I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel that you're proud. You know, I want you to feel all this, all the things that we've just talked about that you mentioned, mm-hmm. right? And so, but again, as her dad, it's just like, you know, I got an old, I, my dad was an old school kind of guy and I'm an old school kind of guy in a, in a lot of ways. So I'm just like, you know, take that off, kid. I don't want to, I don't want to see that. You know, like kids, you know, right? you know, I'm old man Diaz. Wash your face yeah, and go change. What do you think? You out of your mind? Yeah. You, you, you out of your goddamn yeah. mind? That's the yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's such a hard thing because I'm exactly like you. Like I'm trying to yeah. work as a feminist, as an activist. Yeah, I don't want to control another woman's body. They're not a woman. They're girls. That was the thing. And with Ella, we've had some real – like I've had to go in with some real heart-to-hearts with her trying to. Like being like, why why do I feel this way? Why do you feel the need to do this? You know? Mm Because at the time, like you said, she was like 14 or 15. And what do you want to protect them? It was about protecting. And, you know, then you're like, oh, I can't control a man's glare – 
yeah, but why are you, why are you but, putting it out? It was like this right. whole. I mean, Betsy, it was like I know that with viral. my sons, I know how paranoid I am about creeps on the internet. Right. That's what it is, and they're not putting out bathing suit photos, so I can't even imagine. But it's not just it's not ju- it's it's not just her. Right. I'm not I'm not it's a I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying. And again, you know, Ella's a good kid. She's, she's a good a person. She's a very good kid. You know, I know that, but. Again, the perspective is the per, yeah. The perspective is it, it's just a different culture now. It's a different, and I'm I'm happy that I didn't have this problem, oh this God. issue, Did like when imagine? growing up, like you know, didn't have you know because there's a lot of um, I could only imagine the kind of social pressures and stuff that you have in high school. You know, when I was in high school, if you had a cell phone, that was like a thing, right? That was a big deal. It, you know, we weren't as connected, but now it's a different thing. And you watch it, even when we watch shows on Netflix or something that are you know, YA or based in high schools or right. whatever. It's like even the the plots are different. Right. Like they're right. they're it's they're more... Con- yeah, they're more connected. They're more modern and they have right. more there's more influence over what was it? Oh yeah, I saw Cobra Kai, right? So Cobra, <laughs> He's Cobra, Kai. With Cobra Kai. Well no, it was a guilty pleasure. Have you seen Cobra Kai, Betsy? No, but I've heard a lot of amazing things about I it. I wouldn't know. I don't I don't I mean it amazing was amazing as an escape in yeah, 2020. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's like, ridiculous. I've heard but, that it's very delightful and silly. It is. It's and it, that yeah, people it, like looking at the people who are the men who are in it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, who are the, oh, oh now oh, they're the like men. now. Who are the men? Now. I don't know. Of Some of our mom friends, Alicia. No, no. They need a new barometer then oh. they're really been stuck at home too long <laughs> are you serious no you're like, no but no. hold on a second hold on a second Who? you know you 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 have friends that are like oh i love watching ralph macho on screen your I, friends i don't have that. the friend that said yeah, that yeah Kristen martin or one of your friends said that Oh, because she, oh, you're right. Because she, like, she oh, said, I no, I remember when he was young. And I Kristen <laughs> Martin. Martin. Glad that's not her real last name anymore. You can assume it any way you want, but she. Glad I called her she, out with her last name. I didn't mean to. That's how you say her name. Kristen Martin. Not her Wait, I want to backtrack just a little bit oh. because, Alicia, you and I are part of the same mom group online. Ooh, and ooh. one thing that came up recently. Whoop, whoop, uh, I don't know if you were a part of this conversation, but someone was saying um, that they had uh, senior photos that they needed to take for their uh-huh. daughter. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and so they were like, well, these here are some examples of what girls at their school are doing for their senior photos. And these photos were, first of all, these women. OK, so, so there you go. I just said women. Right. Because these were girls, but they were made up to look like 27 years old. And it was a very like kind of playboy, like 90s playboy. <laughs> 90s, early 90s aught, play. It was. Early aught playboy. Like oh, um, and we were doing glamour shots in the mall, like with the high neck turtlenecks popping our collars and like good curls. Right. Like, I mean, it was totally, yeah. you're right. I totally remember that. It was very salacious. I, I wait, hold on. I have a question. Was the mom presenting these as of what she cool. didn't want. Oh, she didn't want. No, that. the mom, our mom friend. She's cool. Obviously, it's in our mom. I'm not. I'm not saying anyone's like. <laughs> Come cool. I'm on. Just asking. No, well, that's the thing too. It's like if if that is what your kid is doing, no judgment. I just didn't understand it, and it was definitely going along with the aesthetic that that you were just talking about, Lucky, which is like much older than well, what and we th- grew up with. I think that it's way old. And I don't. Well, I, I, Betsy, I, don't I think know. you touched on something though. A lot of times when I do see children. Oh, dog wants out. Children who, because they are children, 
who are mm-hmm. dolled up like this, I often do look at the parent and say, what are you living through? What are you trying to, why, what action does this, you know, because our children for good or bad are often, you know, direct results of our parenting. So it's like mm-hmm. sometimes I see a lot of parents who are living their high school dreams through right. their well, children. A lot of times it's also a cultural thing. I mean, mm. I grew up in the Midwest and Same. so that, there wasn't like a a big beauty pageant culture or you know um you know like in latin culture people pierce their ears when they're babies like stuff like that like i mean it's okay you can say it they're like right out of the womb and they're getting lucky's mother was very not pleased with me it's a super latino catholic thing (laughs) indiana no this is true no we had indiana's ears pierced by like this doctor in la it was like this whole thing (laughs) and she's like three or four she was four yeah, years she old had to work, <gasps> she work towards it. it she, she really wanted, wanted to get it. it and then i and then well subsequently she was a she haggard pulled, old lady by the time she got them well she pulled them out no she did not pull them out what happened she doesn't have them i anymore. we were at the latin grammys and i she i was like she really wanted or your mom brought these like actual rubies and we're oh, like she wanted to put them on yeah and i was like i'll put them in your i'll put them in for the latin grammys like everyone was getting all dolled up and we wanted her to feel special and her mom bought and his mom brought rubies and so i was so nervous getting those backs off you know because they're all like screwy and windy oh and good then, they were screwy backs yeah. thank god <laughs> they were like all those weird backs and then these backs i love those hot. i wear those oh right they're so <laughs> like when the, your jewels are expensive they've got the screw back yes. well somebody yes. was probably too excited aka me and didn't screw it in all the way and then one fell out Shit. and within betsy like the six hours from the award show it closed up and I had left them in for the the, the duration of when they say you're supposed to. It was like six months or four months. It was like, yeah, we don't did it. take them yeah, out. We, yeah, we did everything I'm very right, by the book so. in that way. We did everything right, but it didn't. It didn't but, oh, but that's what, anyway, I digress. I asked the doctor, well, it's the youngest that she, uh, ears that she can pierce or that she has. And she said that she had Lat- a Latino family literally come home from the hospital and insist that she pierce the ears and she wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I would, but so you're not, yeah, you're right. That's, that's kind of part yeah. of the culture. It's just, yeah, cultural thing. And it's, and I don't think, I don't think anyone is being like, I got to get my kids ears pierced so that they look sexy or whatever. I think it's just like, oh, this is a cute thing. I think, I think a lot of times too, with like little girls with lipstick on and stuff, I think it's It's cute. Seen as just like cute. Mm -hmm. It. Whereas to other people, it might be like, oh, it's disturbing. No, it's, it's, so, it's such a deep digging. Like it's like in terms of how how we all feel ourselves too. But I think Lucky really pinpointed as well. It's like that parental note goes where you're like, I need to protect my child from from everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you see something that feels like there's aggressors out there who are taking more notice, then you want to protect that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird it's time. Hard. It's, it's a, a weird, weird it's time. a weird time to be a parent. And especially like all those kids right now are by themselves in their houses, like all hormonal, pimped up. Like what are they doing on it's, it's TikTok? Just, I don't want to know. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I don't right. I, like I'm not. Yeah, I mean, they're I having know. Django. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no, guys. I had a I had a dream last night that I hugged a friend. Oh, Betsy, that's that's so where we're bad. at. <laughs> It's like the saddest. Isn't that so sad? So I, I was. Sad. I remember in the dream, I was so happy to hug a friend. Oh, God. 
I mean, come and I woke on. up and I was like, ah, oh, that was nice. What a nice dream. Yeah. It was so it was so sad. Yesterday we took a walk in the neighborhood with Indiana and I did, and there was a girl across the street, and the, we live on a kind of not a busy street, but a, a two lane, two lane, not a one lane, one lane. So two lane with a medium, it's, the, the other side's quite far. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I know exactly yeah, what you're saying. Two yeah. lane, medium, two lane. Up at one Did of the – Did call it a medium? A medium. A Isn't medium. that what it's called? A medium? Yeah. No. Is that it? not a medium? It's a median. Oh, a median. But it totally makes sense that you would say medium. It's in the medium. It's, it's in the middle. You know what's weird is I knew the word. Like I could, like I see the word in my head when I'm saying things, and it doesn't come out. My mouth goes too fast for my head sometimes. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to call you out. It was just so cute. Please call me out. Please call me out all the time. Median. The girl was on the other side with her median. abuela, and I was like, Indian. This is how desperate it is betsy i go indiana look a new friend <laughs> i go let's wave to her We're like hello hello and the grandma and the girl are like looking at us they start waving and i'm like hello and i go look at, and they say hello back which was very nice and i go look at, that's a new friend she goes mom that kid just said hello to me. She doesn't even know my name. And I was like, but that's how all friendships start, Indiana. Just by a you, hello. And I bet if we walk by her again, she'll say hello again. And then you've got to wave across friends. four lanes of traffic. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pathetic. So and Indiana was like, maybe when the coronavirus is over, I can play chalk with her in the street. Like, We've all got dreams, kids. We've all got Oh, dreams. man. Every day I'm hearing like, uh, especially from our four and a half year old uh, at our house. Uh, when coronavirus is over, yeah. can we? And then it's like blah 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 blah, uh, <laughs> and it's just the saddest. Yeah, we. That's actually what's been kind of breaking me. I mean, so many things. It's been like. Um, Definitely death by a thousand cuts over here. Uh, <laughs> I laugh because I understand. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a. Um, can you hear my kid yelling? It's your kid. Oh, we is thought it was mine? ours. I thought that was our kid. Lucky pointed to the I door. Like, oh, maybe it is your kid. No, it was from the it was from it was from the headphones. So yeah, there's definitely like uh, I feel like all the kind of pressures is coming to a head uh, with just between you know um, with well this this episode is going to be released much later than we are taping it. So where we are in um, the time machine listener is uh, we have not had the uh, election yet. And so there's just a lot of pressure around that and, and worry about that. And then coronavirus and um, you know, schooling and, and just kind of everything is feeling like it's, you know, we're, we're that, uh, we're, we're that, clanging a vibrating lid on the top of the boiling pot yes and uh so yeah everyone in our house is just like on edge and mm -hmm. on like we thought we were on our last mm -hmm. sort of the end of our rope and apparently we had just a tiny bit like more rope and now we are like way way right. definitely at the end yeah. we are out of rope and so just everyone is short with each other mm -hmm. and um my my uh 10 year old somehow like got he like woke up at like 5 a.m yeah. today and he was such a crank yeah. um and just like everything was setting him off but that's like it's nothing new like that's how he's been he's just he's been he's always he's, he's always been kind of difficult yeah he's always been difficult period yeah. And complicated and moody, 
but uh, now it's just like he's that so times cool when he's 23. <laughs> but I, I think that's right? but that's the problem I think. Well, not that's not a problem. That I mean everyone's going through that. Not everyone. That's the issue. So I think that That was a lot of thoughts. Please well, clarify. Okay, so I'm going to clarify what I'm thinking. <laughs> what I'm thinking is well, how I feel is that we have a, we sounds like we have a very similar um, we have similar thoughts and ideas about how to run our household, how to approach COVID. And I and there's a whole other 180 degree household, many mm-hmm. of them. Mm. And it's and that is only contributing, I think, to our own existence, the, our own um, stress and anxiety about um, about about it all. Right. Because then mm-hmm. we have to explain to our kids, hey, why are there a bunch of kids at the public pool or at the park or what insert? inappropriate situations, Why is my cousin dangerous, birthday party? <laughs> dangerous, potentially dangerous situations where you have to, and I feel that around. way too. Right. Yes. Right. I'm like, why are you guys at a bar having fun? Why right. are you? Right. Yes. Like one of my friends just had something about their 40th birthday party and had all these people. They were going out to dinner. Then they went on a Stores. girl's trip. And I'm like, I just spent my birthday completely alone aka with my husband taking the lid off the pot oh my face <laughs> burning with steam <laughs> i'm like that guy from batman two-face <laughs> melted face off oh, gosh I loved you. <laughs> You're that guy in, at the end of Indiana Jones and the, oh, yeah. the, oh, the oh, that dirty Nazi that gets what has come into him. Yeah, it's, it's I, I think of other folks that would, yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what's been going on here. And then, um, so just like non-specifically, everything is making you crazy and just yeah, like horrible. Like this week. And I don't mean to be dramatic, but I definitely got to a point where I was like, oh, no, I think I'm having a nervous breakdown because I was just like I couldn't function because everything – it was like being a thousand feet underwater or like in Mm -hmm. outer space where just everything is pushing in on you and the pressure is just uh relentless and it's coming from every angle right and uh and all of the you know the ways that we might normally cope or you know take that the lid off that boiling pot we don't have that right it's like not available to us. I hear that so much. I hear that so much on Wednesday. I know it was Wednesday because I had something I had to do and I literally said to Lucky, I can't physically move my arms. The weight of like, I really meant it. Like I felt so much heaviness Mm -hmm. and it was this week where we, Lucky and I on paper had this amazing week. Like he had an announcement of book. I optioned a movie, but my voice, I did this voiceover. (gasps) So it was like this really big week last week, like huge, but I couldn't feel any of the joy. 
And I'm like a very joyful person. I think that's like something I would say about myself. And I was really like, I need to feel this. I don't feel this. I don't feel anything. And then when I woke up on the Wednesday, it was like this heaviness that I just, I didn't know how to shake. And I tried, you know, like you said, because normally the tactics I would use, like, you know, go to a museum or go to a cafe or go see this or do this. Like I tried the altered versions. Like we went, you know, on a walk with a mask on and we ordered takeout and then we acted like we were on a date and like we tried you know and I did my tarot cards and a crystal cleansing and took a shower (laughs) and then did some postcarding I don't know I was just like what can change this you know but I I definitely understand because like you said it's like underwater where we've been treading and treading and treading and now it's like you know we're just well and also it's been going on for so long just all of these things and that everyone's like well I guess this is just life now let's move on and so the expectations from sort of outside in terms of like work and career and that's kids right Betsy that's there's still like high expectations But I'm, you know, seven months in and I'm like, I cannot function. I'm not functioning. Uh, And it's it's not better than, you know, six, five months ago. It's much worse. Yes. Uh, Well, or, you know, it's better in some ways and it's worse in other ways. Um, But yeah, like on Monday or Tuesday, I was just like, I can't I can't function. Like I'm not able to 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 do things. And and it's yeah. It's it's hard because it sound it feels weak. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I do. Like Lucky said, my dad's a football coach, and everything I've been told is like, you know, work wins, practice like a champion. Like just it is drilled in me to mm-hmm. succeed and succeed in parenting, succeed in my relationships, succeed in my business endeavors. Like succeed mm-hmm. is in how I even present myself to the world and every single one of those things are failing. Like, I, I'm like, right. you but know, I think, I think the, I think, I think surviving is success right now. So I think if we can survive, mm-hmm. that's succeeding. That's what so, Lucky and I told yeah, each like other. Refra- that's a reframe. That. <laughs> that's what, to reframe success for yeah. now. I think, and I also, that's I, true. I saw, but again, not everybody's in, in, in that thought. Right. right? A lot so. of, that's another thing, Betsy. I think that's one of the things that kind of broke, broke me out to piggyback off yours. I think mm-hmm. I'm really seeing um, that a lot of our friends are not actually affected in the same way. And I'm very glad for them, but they're not like artists or right. creators. So they're kind of like back at work and are enjoying their time at home or they're single or all the things we've yeah. already talked about. And I, when I was in this, you know, in this sadness and not sadness, it's like a feeling that's different than sadness. This like heaviness of this last yep. week. I'm always, I feel as if I'm a, I've, I'm trying, I feel as if I usually am a very present person and a present parent. And I remember mm-hmm. Indiana did something and for the first time in her life, I made her stand next to the wall and think about her actions. I was like, it was like a timeout. And I remember just being, I can't, I literally am sitting here thinking like, what was it? But it had led up to a point. I think she'd like, 
fibbed about brushing her teeth, which usually I'm like, Indiana, we need to tell the truth in this kind of situation. Like, you know, we always tell each other the truth. I think she's like, I brushed my teeth. And I was like, you did not brush your teeth. Like, what are you trying to do to me? I'm breaking. So I made her stand by a wall and think about it. And remember, honey, she stood by the wall. And I was like, are you ready to talk about what you did? And she said, no. And I was like, don't you feel any sadness or like regret? (laughs) And she said, no. And so I went and I started making like a beautiful sweet treat like right because it was right by the kitchen just like half like I was like I'm gonna just like reverse psychology it was like do to do to do ice cream do to do to do sprinkles or whatever it was and I was like honey I said Indiana now do you want to do you want to talk about it do you want to talk about how lying it to your mama is not good and she was like nope and lucky turned around he was like she's exactly like you <laughs> <laughs> Pull that lid off. Oh, my face. Melting, How long do you actually think she stood there? I don't know. 20 minutes. Maybe. 20 minutes. <gasps> she's, re- she's really. <gasps> While I ate ice cream by her. <laughs> that kid loves to eat. That's the thing. It's like some kids could be like, eh, I don't want it. Like this kid, I had toast this morning and she ran into the other room was like, food, food. I love food. What you eating, mama? Can I get some food, food, food? Like I'm like, okay, okay. Have some jam. Chill out. Yeah, dude. but I don't even, I don't, I mean, I don't know your kid well. I've met her in, in real life, but this all is consistent with everything I understand about your daughter. <laughs> The food and the stubbornness. No, no, no. That she's just like she's self-possessed. She yes. she knows what she wants. You know, and you're I think, Betsy. And you know what's funny about that too is when Lucky said that, I should have been like, F you. But I was like, thank you. I literally did. Wait, what? I was like, thank you. Remember I stood and hid next to the couch and I started laughing. I was like, You're right. She's exactly like that me. was a compliment though. No, at the moment it was not a compliment. It was a compliment. <laughs> Pull the lid off of her. We have a new sponsor. It's called Little Spoon. Little Spoon has a simple mission to make it easier for parents to keep their kids healthy without sacrifice or breaking the bank. Their fresh baby food and kids' meals are just like homemade, but without all the hours spent in the kitchen, a huge mess, and an expensive grocery store bill. They ship directly to your door, and everything is ready in just minutes. You can store them in the fridge or the freezer. I really like that Little Spoon's food introduced kids to new ingredients and textures and flavors, but also presented them in a medium that they understood. Like, they have kids' classics like mac and cheese, but just with hidden butternut squash and carrots. Or if you have an adventurous kid, you could get cheesy pupusas or chicken pot stickers. I tried those. Those are really good. Their baby blends are made of 100 organic ingredients featured in a rotating menu of seasonal recipes designed alongside pediatricians and nutritionists. And the best part is that it's just $3 or less per meal. And for toddlers and big kids, there are over 15 different plates to choose from at any given time and every recipe is packed with hidden organic veggies and superfoods to ensure that your kid will get a balanced meal no matter what. And those plates are all under $5. So Little Spoon has seriously nailed it. 
shipped to your door, under $5, no commitments, tons of options. Little Spoon sent us a whole assortment of their plates for toddlers and big kids, and even some of their dipping sauces, like they have a ketchup that's like healthy ketchup and it tastes awesome. These are great for every day because your kid gets variety and healthy food, and it's nice for when you get in a rut where you just serve them the same unhealthy stuff all the time. And all of the ones that I've stolen a bite from so far are really good. This is also perfect for sending along to daycare or having for when a babysitter comes over or when you know that they're going to go to a, maybe their grandma's house and she'll just make them something insane. So go to littlespoon.com slash try slash WMD to get started. And be sure to use our code WMD to get $15 off your first delivery. That's like, I don't know, like three free meals. So check it out. Littlespoon.com slash try slash WMD. Our sponsor this week is Drops. Drops delivers powerful cleaning from nature with plant and mineral-based formulas to your door in low-waste cardboard packaging instead of plastic containers that end up in our oceans and landfills. You can sign up for auto shipments to save big, and you can pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Drops sent me their products, and I loved them. First of all, they have a dishwasher detergent pod. You just stick it in there and it does the job. Usually we buy these name brand, not at all eco-responsible dishwasher pods, but these were every bit as good and way more eco-friendly. They also have a whole host of stuff for your laundry. They have sensitive skin laundry detergent pods. They're safe and gentle for skin allergies like eczema, so you can wash your baby's laundry and not have to worry that they're going to get a skin rash. They have stain and odor laundry detergent pods. And if you're like me, uh, stains, odors, <laughs> that's a big thing with all of our laundry. It helps remove the toughest stains and keeps your fabric smelling fresh. They also sell Oxy Booster Pods, which are a chlorine-free, color-safe bleach alternative. Wool dryer balls designed to replace disposable dryer sheets. I've been using those ever since they sent them to me like a year ago, and they're really great. They also sent me these little fabric softener pods, and when I saw them, I was worried because scent is always a really big issue for me, but I used them, and they smell amazing. It's not an overpowering, flowery scent like a lot of store brand stuff. It was a way more subtle, more like an herbal smell, and I'm surprised to find that I really like it. If you're someone who's into reviews and ratings, Drops has over 10,000 five-star reviews. You know, normally I'm putting in liquid detergent and then I'm putting in liquid softener and then I'm adding water to that. And then I'm putting in some sort of stain thing and, and that's a powder in the drum of the machine. It's a whole bunch of steps and mess. But with Drops, you just throw in a few pods, you call it a day. It's terrific. But best of all, it's eco-responsible packaging, it's eco-friendly cleaning solutions, and they contain plant-based ingredients. So visit drops.com WMD and use the code WMD for 25% off your first order. That's drops with two P's, D-R-O-P-P-S dot com slash WMD and use code WMD for 25% off your first order. Try them out. I think you'll really like them. Oh my God, Alicia, not to piggyback on you, but actually we had a very similar situation over here. We had, I don't think we've ever sent 
our four and a half year old Odie to like his room before. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the and we were all doing a puzzle and we were having a fun time. And he <laughs> couldn't really participate. And I kept kind of asking my husband who was next to him to like give him a job. Yeah. And but he kind of wouldn't. And so Odie was like, well, I like attention. And since no one's giving me attention right now and there's nothing for me to do here and everyone's having fun doing this thing except for me, I'm going to, I'm going to be a pill. And Mm. so he was, you know, fucking with everyone and, and it kind of came to a head at one point and he like balled up his little fist and like, you know, hit me. And Aww. so he hit me and kicked me a bunch of times. And it Aww. it was so it was such a bummer. And yeah. we had to send him to his room. And then we talked about it afterwards. And I do think it got through to him in a way that I don't think it ever got through to my other two kids. Well, that's hopeful. Yes, it was. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. But it was such a fucking bummer because he's like he's my sidekick that one. Oh. And the, you know, as the other two are like cuckoo bananas, but he is like my, mm. you know, yeah. uh, he is most like me. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I wonder how our kids, our four and a half year olds, would play together since they're both like us and we get along so so swimmingly. Maybe the, yeah. I, I, can we have, when the coronavirus is over. <laughs> when, when the coronavirus is over. In the year 2030. <laughs> no. Uh, if you're listening in pro- the future. <laughs> they probably know. would. I mean, this isn't going to surprise anyone, but my boys love a bossy broad. Oh. Hey. So, I hope. I mean, I kind of hope that Indiana is bossy, but I don't know if she is because because she really hasn't been around that many kids her age, really, like ever. When we came – when she was in a preschool here from October, like last year, to when we left for China, which was like the end of December, and then it was her brand new preschool because we had just moved from K Town to South Pass, and then oh, so we right. put her I in a new preschool, that. and we're like, she like loved it, but was like just getting used to it and everything, and then we went to China, and then coronavirus, then she had pneumonia, so she hasn't been in any kind of like schooling or activity. She hangs around since October. Well, yeah, she hangs around mostly with us. Yeah, but, she you know, even before though, she was only hanging out with. I mean, she'd. Hang out with us, and um, she would be on tour buses like all the time with like other bands and crew members. Like she she literally. But the thing about our daughter that I, I mean, I love so many things about her. I love everything about her. But the Uh one thing that I, I that I know will pass that I don't want it to is that she's so, she's so sweet. She sees the world through a lens in this lens, our lens that we made for her. So she's like, you know, everything. Like if she meets one person, like I love you. I want to give you a hug and I want to protect her from the world because the world is, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember from her small time at preschool, Mm. like, you know, the the kids just weren't very kind to be honest. And so, you know, they'd be, she'd be like, do you want to play? And kids are just ignoring her. 
And I get, I think half of it's like parents allowing that. Well, type also of behavior, she's but very, also, very vocal. And, and at right, the time, but the kids she's were so more sweet like, though, yeah. and I want her to to hang on to that. It's true, Betsy. Like when when we had a ba- a baby, I always was like thought sweetness equated like weakness, you know, like because oh sweet little girls. So in my mind, I was like, I don't want a sweet kid. That's me being like an uber feminist. But she's <laughs> like actually so sweet. That's like part of her personality She's so kind she is she's a little love bug you're right but speaking of um honey i'll ask you you have yeah. to think of a really good one because i told you to think of one you told me oh. you told me what broke before. you about parenting <laughs> you can think of indiana or I, ella yeah what i think it, it happened more so with ella because i had to do so much of that by myself but i think that um because in our parenting situation we're partners, although Alicia takes most of the lead. I think it's probably a 70-30 split. You're saying 80-20? Okay. okay I'm not saying I'll anything. With, I'll go with 20%. You're t- oh, no, we, you, you do a great job. So, um, yeah, so I remember, I, so I, I, see, that's the thing. I was, I don't really have a problem with our own kids breaking me. I have a problem with other kids breaking me. Is that allowed? That's my yeah. problem. Yeah. My problem. Oh, 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 he just got a vocal. No, no, but this is my problem. Uh-oh, my problem is that up. other kids break me. Okay, go so ahead. So it's not like, so okay. when I was a kid, this, start, I think this stems oh, back God. home when oh. my dad. Oh, God. No, hold on a second. I just got to <laughs> like put some background on this. Okay. So when my dad, I remember my dad wasn't, um, he, he's a, he, he was a, a good dad. He's a good father, but, um, he really wasn't around a lot and he was always working. And if I wanted mm. to spend time with my dad, I had to be working with him. Right. That was mm. the, that was a deal. But I do remember one clear, and I think I told you about this one event. Is this the McDonald's story? It is. Oh my God. This Wait. shaped my husband. This is, this is literally but it's, shaped no, my it husband. It has I because it, it, it's an influence on like, uh, what it, it, it's influenced me to, to look at other children mm-hmm. and see like how. They, if they're assholes. Yeah. Right. Wait, really quick, Lucky, what did your dad do that you oh, were like along with him helping? Oh, he was the con- contractor. So my dad and I'm a twin. So my brother, so I might, so my parents kind of split my brother up. So my brother went with my mom and I went with my dad. I think I was just more like my dad and my brother was more like my mom. To and live? Your parents no, separated? No, my parents lived together. But like oh, oh, it's just in the terms of the, fa- the familial stuff. structure of our household uh, was that – you know, the way you gravitated towards yeah, one another. kind of the way that it kind of broke up. But um, so, yeah, I spent – I had to spend – so if I wanted to spend time with my dad or my dad would require me to come and work with him slash for – He'd be like roofing, doing heating and yeah. air conditioning, building oh, houses. Wow. Like Lucky's yeah, like – That's why when we renovate everything, Lucky's so good at it. He does all of it himself. Yeah, I he's most like of it. I mean, I, I, I feel Renaissance like – Renaissance man style. I like making things, right? So they're creating mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So my dad, I owe my dad a great debt because he's always like, well, if you want to do this, you got to, you know, this is how you do these things. So, yeah. um, but I remember one time my dad had taken us fishing. My dad took my brother and myself and we were able to invite one friend to go fishing. This was a thing because we didn't fish. That was the other thing. I think yeah, my dad I went never... to Big Five to buy fishing Why? poles and fishing? bait. That's so I have weird. no idea. You've I have never no told me this I mean, part we went of to, the like, story. This, like, saddest, like, canal, times. like, near our house that had, like, Aww. no water in Maybe it. Maybe your dad had it seen, like, weird. a book about, like, being <laughs> a dad was, like, or like, something. Like, really weird. Like, no water. You went to the LA River to fish and there's, like, two inches of water. Of algae water, sewage water, hoping that you pull out, like, a three-eyed fish. You know, I, I didn't know that. I was like, man, I hope we get to eat this fish for dinner. My dad's like, no, don't touch the fish. Don't touch anything. You know? but, my, but my dad took my brother, myself, or it could, I can't remember my brother went, but it was definitely me. And it was definitely this friend that I had. Right. 
And my dad was the kind of guy, he's like that kind of father that had, he was really old school, like very little uh, tether for anything, very little patience, not great with kids. You know, I'm just, he's a good guy. Like he's not You're like, not painting him like a good guy. Well, he'd be like, you know, smoking, like get in the truck, you yeah. know, like that's my, right? That's I, my yeah, dad. I think right? a lot of people can relate to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, my dad's a good man. He he's was not definitely bad... working very hard for his family and right. very tired. Right. He... Yeah. yeah. All the time. But yeah. my dad had taken my my friend and myself. We went fishing. I think my I think we yeah, had my brother went, and my dad took us all. It was like, oh, we have to get some dinner, so we're gonna go to my dad's. Like, oh, we're gonna take it to McDonald's. Now so McDonald's back then that might as well have been like we're going to the like Disney the Four Lands. Seasons, right? Yes. To, to get dinner that would have been it was the biggest thing now kids go to mcdonald's like you know i've seen witness children yelling at their parents like yeah stop at mcdonald's i don't want to get it's like man why why are you talking to your mom like that and why are you letting your kid talk to you like that but i've seen Wait, this how are the- they talking what are they saying like, i got a ham i need a hamburger now get me i want to go right now like you know that kind of vibe <laughs> I've, I've seen this like in minivans you know mini random minivans when you can't go ride with somebody okay. i don't know like that is my biggest fear i am so terrified that my kids are gonna be like uh entitled oh, yeah, shitheads it won't be if you think this way because yeah, that's the, true. if you already have that thought they're not going to come out that way but, but i they're think not, most people like that though they yeah. have no gratitude <laughs> or perspective well, that, what happened but, oh, to your McDonald's trip? Well, see, this, that shaped you for the rest of your why life. Why are you making fun of me? Why are you making fun of me? It translates to my patience. It's what a breaks really me good thing I, he's handsome. No, it, this is what breaks me now as a parent, but I'll get to that. So I remember my dad take, took us to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. We went up to the counter. Oh, right? we went inside. Yes, we in my, sat down. In my head this entire time, we were in I the thought truck you were something. in the truck. No, I, we got out. Details are coming out. I no, okay, so we went out. We went to the counter. Uh-huh. And my dad's, and you can order anything off the menu at McDonald's as long as you were going to get a cheeseburger, small fries, and a Coke. That's what that's what it was. You can get anything you want, right? And so my dad took us up to the counter. I know the rules. I know how this worked out. Yeah. Oh, my brother knew the rules. That reminds me of what Ella did too. Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So oh. I know I know what I can order. So my dad's like, good order, you know, right? And I think even back in those days, you can smoke in the McDonald's. I really, oh, yeah. like it was no thing. And so like my dad's like, yeah, order what you want. And so I was like, oh, cheeseburger, small fries, and Coke. And my brother's like, cheeseburger small fries and coke and then and then our friend was like oh i'll have the 24 nugget meal and milkshake and large fries super size you would have thought that this kid just asked for like gold bars to be placed in front of him my dad looked at this kid and he said what did you say and my, i was like Oh yeah, you probably could have seen like the pee running down my leg. Like, wait, ah. wait, 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 wait. How old were you? I was like six. Like I was like seven <gasps> years old. Like a child. Okay, because my kids, like I get, like this is a social thing <laughs> a that we story. all learn. But I feel like I did not maybe even know this when I was that age. Yeah, you know I what don't I mean? think. Sure, right. This poor kid wouldn't know that. Like, why? Why would he know that? Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, all he knows is he's at McDonald's, dad- and my dad's like, "Order what you want," right? And, and he, he was like, "Great, I 
I yeah, shall. I'm going to go for this, like, right? Like, like, right, I shall order whatever. Milkshake. It definitely shaped <laughs> me as a person because now I see people well, do, do you remember what, thing. And well, like, yeah. Do you remember when we were at that shop? Where were we? We were like in Portland or something. And Ella, we were in Portland and Ella, we were like, okay, Ella, here's what you like we're ordering. And she was maybe seven, eight. And she says the the wait the waitress comes over and we're like, okay, Ella, you go. And I had read her everything on the kids menu, you know, the hamburger, the chicken, the blah, 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 the pasta. So she ordered and off-menu she ordered like- off menu the salmon with a side Caesar salad, <laughs> and you turned into your freaking father. It was like, like a fifty dollars nice, situation. It was yeah. expensive. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And, were, and, were like, and they're kids, so they're not always gonna. Cold. They might eat one bite and be done. Right. And I remember you were just like so angry about that. And we had to, at that point on, we created a rule in our family that Ella couldn't spend over twelve ninety. You made that rule. We're yeah. smart. <laughs> 12, that whole arbitrary number is twelve ninety nine. Because most entrees at fancy restaurants cost more. What than fancy restaurant has a twelve ninety nine entree? <laughs> <laughs> Are you like an Olive Garden? Yeah, what is yeah, this? The Olive Garden's expensive. Remember, we oh went once for no. her gags, and it was like eighty eight nine dollars. I know. And we were like, like what is this? happening? No, we figured out that Chili's is expensive. We got we the two of us went. We got like yeah. a beer and an appetizer, and we didn't get that two for twenty five. And we were like forty eight. Hold on. I want to backtrack to McDonald's because okay. uh, so circa 1987. <laughs> so your yeah. dad was like, what? Right. And then what happened? I think that like there was some kind of, well, this kid had a lot of moxie, as I recall. So <laughs> it was a negotiation. It was a stand. It was it was a Mexican standoff. That's what that's what happened. There was a Mexican standoff. And so like, like somebody orale. literally like two Mexicans standing off over chicken. Nuggets. <laughs> and so like, my dad was like, you know, look at his eye. Like his eyebrow went up and this kid's like looking at him. The cigarette talking to me. Exactly. You need like a really great manga, like Japanese comic scene. He's he's flipping a gold coin. Exactly. You know, my dad's like, you know, he's got a toothpick in his tooth or something. In no, his uh, tooth. Oh no. No. So yeah. So I, as I recall, he ended up getting something along those lines because the kid was like, "I don't want a cheeseburger, and I don't want this and that." And my dad was, I don't remember, but clearly he got nuggets because the whole meal. I was just uh, like so envious that this kid had the nuts to like get chicken nuggets out of my old man, and all I wanted ever was chicken nuggets with the honey sauce. I never had. Oh. I never eat that. I oh, never. I had always it. had it with the honey. Yeah. I want to know, because you said this was a huge turning point, right? So, like, what was... It influenced what, the way that I parent and I, the, the way that my tolerance for other children, I think. And even though I, I entertain children for my job, you know, they're sweet. <laughs> I mean, but there's a distance there and there's a wall. And so I don't... You know what I mean? And I like... I really like my friends' children. They're kids. They're great. It's just that, like, I just have such... I It, it shaped me in the way of, like raising my own kids to to be respectful and like i guess like um aware mean aware of what their situation is right and then also like just i i think that it shaped me but it always breaks me when i when i'm on the receiving end of somebody else's kids being complete nightmares because i'm just like 
can't you get it together, man? Like, you know, like I, I and I hate that. That's the, the worst kid? thing to say. No, to like the parents. Parent. Well, I mean, that's a terrible thing to say because they're taxed. And lucky, like, I'm, I'm here to tell you, no, I cannot get it together. Well, I mean, it's not, this isn't a, no, it's not on you. I mean, you. I hope your kid loses no nuggets, but like, you know. And now, like, I I think the same thing happened with one of Ella's friends, but it happened with Ella. I think Ella. That's the thing. You're right. So I, I think that it, it it's one of those moments where. She, explaining to her about being aware and being aware of like boundaries it's also like mirroring your circumstances like we're in a lot of places where you know that are new and different we're raising a kid like globally so in a lot of times we're in places that are incredibly affluent or incredibly poor sometimes truly so Mm -hmm. it's like like trying to be aware like like you said of your circumstances like if you go someplace and you're privileged too yeah and i think that like you know i think it's just really important because like you said like we brought up earlier about entitlement and 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 yeah it's a huge it's a huge issue i think kids have these days and we're all especially in these times trying to um you know we're trying to ban- put this bandage on our kids to be like oh you can have whatever chocolate i don't care like it's just kind of cuz we find ourselves in that trap I do because that every day, yeah. in since our daughter here like since indiana doesn't get to do so many things and she sees other kids doing it we're like well then we'll buy you a new toy for no reason oh, sure you know that's like, how it is at our house too yeah, it's really yeah, bad oh yeah, good, every but... day you get a small thing of ice cream like yesterday our indiana will not take a bath like i posted about this in our mom group like i was like looking for suggestions it's a war zone i don't know what's happened she just won't do it like she won't and everyone's like oh does she shower did she shower with you yes she hates it all check 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 and so i'm just <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm like, anybody tell me, like, how often do you bathe your kid? Because I feel like I'm not bathing her enough. Today I had to brush her hair. I think I found, like, three-day-old glue in it. Like, today's the day we have to take a bath. But I but I bought her bath bombs because with the ones with the surprise. And I never had heard of bath Ooh, bombs with yes. toys in them. And everyone in the group was like, this is the only way we get our kid in the bath. And so I'm bribing her tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. To get in the bath because it's going to create color and smell. And there's a toy. And I told my mom on the phone because I was proud of myself for finding a solution and my mom goes well we all know who's the boss in that house oh thanks grandma i know know, i was just actually as you're telling the story i was trying to figure out a way to explain to my own parents about bath bombs yes because my dad would be like what what did you say to me you know with the cigarette still hanging out of his mouth what do you he doesn't smoke anymore but i'm thankful but he but he would be like what do you what oh this is what my dad you know i'm just trying to survive my my dad says like your mom would say that because i can hear mom saying that i love your mom but my, my my dad would say oh must be nice that's yeah. what he says. <laughs> that's nice, that's yeah. his that's his like go to. Yeah, must be nice. Kind of judging, but judging. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's hard. hard. It's hard too because because of the way, um, like you were saying, we're we're sort of overcompensating in ways mm-hmm. to make up for how how challenging things are right now and how <laughs> under socialized our kids yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we struggle with in our house, and I don't know if this is reflected in your relationship at all, uh, but the way that um, my husband was raised, he he was raised by uh, his dad's a, a, sur- a doctor, a surgeon, a heart surgeon. Um, and uh, I my dad ran Bible camps. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my mom was a opera singer so like his he's he's very my husband is very like oh is that what you want here you go like he doesn't um 
you know what I mean? Like he 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 will lavish them in in sort of everyday ways. And to him, he's mm-hmm. like, well, this is just like I don't want to, you know, he doesn't want right. to keep things from them. But then there's always me who didn't, you know, I wasn't raised by a, a heart surgeon. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, we did not have a vacation home. And and I'm like, oh, like we can't just give them everything that they want, like all the time right. unearned. And uh, mm-hmm. that is sometimes a source of tension that I don't think I even always verbalize to him because I don't think he even realizes that it's a thing. Yeah, I that think sense. That, yeah, that actually really does because I think it's it's what it's one of those things I can relate in a sense that I have to realize and examine what I do as a parent. I think, do I actually believe this or is this my training? Is this right. how I was treated, right? So I think like correct me if I'm wrong, honey, like I think that lucky definitely gives more things to Indiana and I grew up like very very structured and mm-hmm. and it, without a lot of things um material things you know yeah I, I agree I, you know, I give you her were anything raised, she wants yeah she like that. I give her anything she well, wants no that's not I mean my, you know my like, family didn't have a lot of means right I mean like so it's not like they were like spoiling me my parents were very relaxed I don't know you have boys so maybe you can speak towards this but my parents were just the rules were just really kind of like I don't know well, they, uh, they were, were just, just like, really relaxed and my were parents like... were always working so we were like kind of latchkey kids and always kind of trying to figure out our own thing and out on our living our own lives like on our bikes when we were like eight mm-hmm. or nine years old right as long as we didn't get into any trouble like that was the rule and that you came home by the time that the sun came down unless you came home <laughs> sounds like an 80s upbringing yeah right, yeah. right. and then, unless you told your folks or like I you came home at like five before the sun came down like oh would it be okay if i stayed at right. at joey's until 10 and they'd be like all right cool then come back then <laughs> wait lucky is it just you and your brother or do you have other siblings as well no uh yeah it's just my brother and i so um oh, yeah, yeah. So that's we, how we i mean we're, we're that's not how we are raising our kids because it's not the 80s, but uh, sure. but, but exactly. we are right. um, You're not letting them like roam around free. But we have three boys, are- and I think there is something about that <laughs> that I'm sorry to say it is a gender, breaks you. Yeah. It breaks you because boys mm-hmm. are different. Are, I hate yeah. to say it. I know, no, it's and true. it's not gendered, but I've, it's I'm not finding always that's true. true. And I do, I do think that gender is a fucking. Uh, what am I trying to say? A construct. Right. But there is something about boys. They're, uh, they oftentimes are much more physical and mm-hmm. uh, bombastic and they will, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, but I think going back to what you asked, I think that does sometimes cause tension in our relationship because I get upset that I feel like I'm the rule maker all the time. Like he, like Lucky's a tremendous (laughs) dad, but he like does like, I'll be like, you can't have blah, blah, blah until blah, blah, blah. Right. You can't have ice cream till. That's because you're an overachiever. I He is an overachiever. Don't let him, don't let him fool you. Like, I grew up watching Married with Children and The Simpsons, and like oh. if Alicia wa- saw a t- she has a story if she saw some know, T-shirt at the her. Walmart, a Bart Simpson thing. saying "Eat my shorts" or something, and her mom's like, "Avert your eyes," you know. Like, <laughs> like, like, like my dad's like, <laughs> "Look at Al Bundy getting the babes." 
You know that's what I mean? That was my dad. That, that was my, dad. that's my dad now. Your dad, that's your like, dad hey. now. He'll you know, like, and so I have like all these like truth jokes with our daughter. Well, his, like I have like a very different. Yeah, they, they, they like they do like Lucky's dad. One of the first times I met him, he was out without a shirt, <laughs> walking, and he like kind of cornered me without a shirt on. He was like, "Miha, terrible. Miha, do you think I'm sexy?" That's how he's like, and I was like, yeah, "What?" Oh, I was like, "Miha, no, that's yeah, literally he's how accent. he sounds okay, okay. to me." Um, and he, I was like, he was like laughing. It was like a joke. He was yeah, like trying great. to be hilarious. He's, he's very so My dad's kind, a yeah, he's guy. like full of, but Lucky has that same kind of relationship in a weird way, like jokes, like they have like stink club totally where they go under the covers and let toots out, and I'm like, They're don't fun. say fart, and he, and I'm like, don't say fart, say toots. It's called a like, Dutch oven, I think. Yeah, it is oh, a Dutch oven. That's what they're doing, and I'm like, she can't go into society and just talk about like the great Moonies and and stink club, and and he's like, they think it's hilarious and like high five, and I have to be like prim and proper when I want to have that fun too sometimes but somebody's got to have structure in this house I mean yeah you you have all the structure you are you I've are got a lot all the of credit. lists I've got a lot of you're lists and the, charts you're do the credit and for homeschooling. homeschooling you're do the credit for organization <laughs> you're do the credit for all those achievements thank you but I'm not I but I am I'm I'm not totally relaxed I have no some fun and you're not that fun <laughs> uh, the lid. I mean, ah, it's <laughs> my face. I mean, he's coming off really fun, but you're like your personality is like not fun. Like I'm you not, can, right. you're fun with Indiana, but right. I'm always like, how about we have more fun? And you're like, I have to go to stink club. Oh. I'm like, where's my fun? You don't like stink clubs. So, I know. I, I don't. Mean, like how, so what club. am I supposed to do? I mean, I'd like an invitation sometimes. I'll do turn it down. No, you. You want to be invited to a Dutch oven, Alicia? Yes, but I'm gonna turn it down, Betsy. But sometimes it's she nice wants the to be privilege a... of turning it down, but she doesn't want to have fun. So I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You're telling me that you don't want to have fun in a Dutch oven. I can't do. I, I, I want to have fun. That for you. I want to have fun like, my own way. I know you I do. I want to create the structure. I, I, fun. I, see, that's, so you keep getting invited. You just don't want to go. PM. You don't want to. I know. I want, I want everyone to know when it's time for fun. I will let them know see, after things. The truth comes out. Ah, the steam. Is melting my face. It's just you know who you married. So I know you want you so want fun. them to write you an invitation to state yes. club, yes. Uh, hand deliver it. You yes. want to open it and go. Oh, and I'm denied. sorry, yes. I cannot I'm attend available. stink club. However, uh, I shall make a game. I shall make all the rules, and you shall you, wait, you play. And you just called me no fun. We, we, in stink club, we saw the great moonies, right? Which was basically Alicia's butt because Stop because it. well because you, it was like in the morning, right? And then and then and then Indiana thought that was hilarious. I and then we're always going for the search of the great moonies. You no. shut that down. I know I shut it down. Yeah, and then you said in the end that was inappropriate. Because like, we don't talk about oh, moonies are still oh, private. That's like butt bongos at my house. Oh, I, okay. I butt bongos, and then my husband was like, "Now nah, you did it," <gasps> and he he shut it down. And I was like, "Well, it's just butt bongos." But I guess I'm we are with, touching I'm each down, other's I'm butts. With butt bongos. Oh no! We're going to text from me tomorrow when that there's butt bongos in the house tomorrow in school club. I'll be like, look what you did. Look what you did. Butt bongos for life. Oh, right? like, butt bongos for vida. Oh, girl. You make it a Chinese tattoo. Chinese yeah. tattoo actually says butt bongos peace. But they want it to say peace. It yeah. just says butt bongos for life. It'll just but, say know, my name is Jim. Oh, God. <laughs> 
butt bongos uh, for life, and yet also we're like, but also don't don't talk about each other's bodies and don't touch people without permission. Exactly I don't know, guys. We have is. no idea what we're doing. You guys, it's because you're more woke. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like that. I'm just kind of like, yeah, show your butt. No. <laughs> Uh, oh, you got like, and then we, can, we have this whole her, thing. Like, my this is, so the, but this is my dad though. He's like, jealous. oh yeah, just in the office, you know, it took a big old dump. Oh. And so, like, I, like that's my dad. But then honey, I'll tell that to Indiana. Honey, like, hey, that is not appropriate. You take a nice big dump. I know. She'll come out. She'll be like, Daddy, I just took the best dump. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you Jesus. cannot say that in public. I know. This is all wrong. I know. I know. See, you know how wrong this is. No. She's going to go to kindergarten and come out of the bathroom like, and expect high dump? fives. For taking Honey, we were just in the car the other day and like something happened. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. That was funny. Yeah. What does that mean, Mommy? No, yesterday I said, shit. I said, I said, yeah, because he's a something about shit. Because polit- I was talking about politics and obviously referring to things. And I was like, oh, it's a bunch of shit. And she was like, oh, what shit, mommy? And I was like, a bad word we don't say. And then she was like, you never say the bad words we're not supposed to say. I was like, well, you can say really, really bad words if you really, really, really mean them. And I could see her wheels like spinning. Like she's going to oh, save boy. that one someday and be out and just be like, shit, I really feel this way. And I'll be like, Indiana Maven, you stop it. <laughs> Now, of course, at our house, I mean, we've got three boys. And so the youngest f- from just day one was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's it. Oh, shit. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, she said, if they say it like that, it's kind of adorable. It is really cute when he oh, swears. That's real cute. That's so cute. Lucky. Lucky. Please, yeah. please tell everyone what, uh, where they can find you, what they should check out. Tell everyone about your book. Tell everyone about all of it. Um, thank you. Um, you can go. Uh, I have a book uh, called Palatero Man. It's a it's a children's picture book coming out on Harper Collins on June first, and you can go to palateromanbook.com or um, our band site, which I guess is uh, Lucky Diaz Music or theluckyband.org. But um, what's it all about? It's a it's a wonderful story um, illustrated by my friend Micah Player about um, uh, a boy. Um, going through the city of Los Angeles um, on his quest for a paleta and the community in which he lives in and um, the help of that community and um, just the beautiful joy of, 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 of love and community in Los Angeles revolving around a paletero, which is a, a Mexican um, ice cream vendor. So, um, and they, and they end up at the park at the end of the story. And it's, um, it's really about for me, it's an opportunity to embrace um, this beautiful culture that I'm 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 part of, and the beautiful culture of Los Angeles, and and what it means to be uh, a, an immigrant, and and you know having that marginalized immigrant also be a hero because they are heroes. They're out there providing joy for our families and kids, and they off they often don't get praised, right? And they they often get just looked down upon. And this story is about how. Um, the Baladero is a hero and that in the community of, of immigrants in which these characters live in are the heroes and and is the American story. So that's what <sighs> that's what this book is about for me. Beautiful. And, and remind me where you where people can buy it. You'll be able to buy it wherever books are sold. Um, yeah, which it could be Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Target. Um, your local bookseller would be awesome. And I, I hope people go out and buy it and um, enjoy when it. Do, and, when does it go yeah, out? It it. 
it releases on June 1st, uh, 2021. So this coming Great. summer. So it is a long way away, but uh, maybe by the time this podcast come out, pod, pod, podcast <laughs> but the pre-orders will be available. Pre-orders are available now. Pre-orders. But, um, oh, the book has already been released by now. I don't know. Pre-orders. You can pre-order it. Um, yeah. Man, it's done. It's, it's done. There. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's just well, waiting. It's just waiting in the in the future. So I'm super <laughs> grateful to everyone at Harper's and my wife, of course, who encouraged me and guided me through the early stages of doing it. I'm making him say and, that. No, it's true. <laughs> um, I am grateful for my wife because Aww. she's really the leading force in our family and our um, and in 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 all facets, whether they're creative or just surviving. So um, that's very kind. It's true. Though. I kind of believe you. <laughs> Alicia told told a beautiful story about how you two met and started dating, um, and it was lovely. Oh yeah. Well, I think that. You know, Alicia has such a powerful uh, being. She's a powerful light. And, you know, I really felt her before I even saw her. But I I remember feeling this tremendous energy and turning around and there she was. And so Hmm. she's a a beautiful light in this world of of darkness. I think you meet people, you meet thousands of people in your life. And I think that um, there's there's many special ones, but those special people are part of a very elite group of of humans and Alicia's mm. part of that. Team. That's so nice. So, I am not part of that team, but I, I bask it. in. Don't talk about my husband that way. It's, it's true though. Stop, I'm not please, that kind of person. Please. I can recognize that in myself, Stop. but Alicia carries what the kind of magic saying? that, that all of us strive. I do for. think you're fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, the he's not wrong, wrong. <laughs> Alicia though. You are a magical, sparkly, like glittery yeah. unicorn yes. of a person. Oh my gosh, she is. You She's guys. a unicorn person. She is <laughs> tremendous. Yeah, so yeah. But she is the one. Yeah, so I thank her for all the all the things that she does for us and for everyone it's in the very world. Nice. So it's, like, it's, like a, it's, it's a wonderful oh life. Gosh. You know, it's oh, like, stop. <laughs> everyone. Now tell me, did you guys just get nominated for another Grammy? Is that what yes. was happening? Yeah. yeah. For our, late, our latest release, the, sh- the show, the virtual show is in November. So by this, maybe when this comes, I think it's like November 19th or something. Yeah, we don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Actually, the day we are recording this today mm-hmm. is the last day of voting for the final round. So it's we are the only um, Northern Americans from the United States of America in this category of all from because like the thing about uh, with the Latin Grammys versus the general Grammys, the general Grammys gets more hoopla in the Mm -hmm. United States sometimes because it's just for the United States, really. Mm -hmm. And the Latin Grammys is every country that speaks Spanish and Portuguese. Which oh, is like wow. way, way, way more music plus the United States. It's exciting. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a really exciting um, community to be part of. I'm so grateful to the Recording Academy for all the beautiful things that they've done for us as artists and our families, especially in the time of COVID. There was Music Cares, and I, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of musicians really taking this, and artists and actors, as you know, really, you know, going through a very difficult time right now. And so, it's the just- Recording Academy is a, a great organization that is helping. Um, not only on the ground level, but also in legislation to help songwriters and performers um, live better lives and get more out of their work. And so it's an awesome organization to be part of, aside from all the the glitz and the glamour of award season. I think that organizations um, like the Recording Academy are so important to the, the, the backbone of our business. And so I'm super grateful to be part of that organization. So, yeah, I don't know. I know that was what you weren't talking about, but yeah, thank you for the Recording Academy. That's, That's awesome. Nice. 
Uh, Alicia, I know that your work is very much intertwined with uh, Lucky's, but I know that you also have some other projects uh, independent of of Lucky. Is there anything that you want to tell everyone about? Uh, You were on recently, but you might as well tell them again. Sure. Um, the yeah. By the time my book, which comes out October twenty seven, <gasps> it will Publishing. definitely be out. Oh, good. Mama's Milk and Me: A Countdown Journal for Nursing Mothers is something I'm very excited about because I it's already um you know I've we send out early copies and pre copies and all the stuff and it's, it seems to be helping a lot of people because it's kind of like a keepsake memento book and a way to uh, wean your child like mm-hmm. there's steps on how not steps I'm not an expert I definitely put that up at the front like but ways to bring joy and and put your emotions about it into the book and then I think when this airs um, the show that I'm on Pandemic Playhouse where I voice a character on PBS will be uh, live so I play Facty a puppet and she knows it all i do i know it all and this podcast her name i mean <laughs> i have a i have a brother uh fakey and so fakey's always like dude did you know that like justin bieber's a sasquatch and i'm like well actually where did you get that information you know like we talked about and so i think that'll be live and um yeah, I think I'm working on a movie that, like I mentioned, that we just optioned, and that's really, really a lot of work with my writing partner. Congratulations for people Thank outside you. of the entertainment industry. What does it mean when something is optioned? Um, well, for it means that we have a cons. A lot of times, movies have to be completely written to be optioned nowadays. But my writing partner and I had this uh, outline, a pitch, it's like a. 35 pages and we took a a production company purchased the exclusive rights to sell the movie to someone to make it so it's the kind of the first yeah so it's like a payday (laughs) but it's the first big step to making your movie the real reality to to um so for me it's my first um feature film ever and the first um that i will ever have finished writing and amazing congratulations thank you thank you huge thank you i i'm very nervous and excited because i want to live up to the expectations that's being put out there and it's been a long time coming and so i'm really excited that it actually happened because you know like you know betsy and lucky i mean of course we so many things are like almost to the finish line and you hold your tongue and you hold your tongue and then Mm -hmm. it's like you know so when we actually make an announcement about something it almost feels surreal because it's been you know we've been in the contract negotiations for months yeah the contract negotiations you know so when it finally happens it's like is it real you know lucky and i say either the ink has to dry or the the money has to be in your account and we make (laughs) my partner like the money cleared in our account and we like we're like <laughs> We're not buying a car. Or chicken nuggets for everyone. Yeah, just chicken nuggets. Don't order a milkshake. I don't have enough for that. Twenty-four piece meal. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. But we're keeping busy, you know. Lucky and I are making stuff. Oh, and uh, we're gonna. We have a, a a Patreon too for the band because people keep asking for shows and like lessons, things, and we're actually launching it today or tomorrow in real time. So probably when this comes out, you'll be able to connect with us because our tour schedule is gone. So we're excited to get to that started. Um, that's and that's with the Lucky Band on Patreon. Excellent. Well, Alicia, Lucky, you guys are doing a really great job. 
Thank you. You're doing a Thanks, great job. Betsy. We're doing our I'm Lucky, doing the best. you are doing yeah. a really good job. You're a really different type of father, a new father and a new, um, and I say that in a stink, gendered stink way. Stink club style. Stink club style. You've taken everything um, but that your <laughs> father's trying, I'm, What I'm trying to tap into school. is the empowerment of stink. Okay. Oh, okay. It's empowering. You know, people need to You're a progressive stink. traditionalist of stink club. Yes. Betsy. You are doing a great job, and I know you feel like the thread, it, the 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 yarn is frayed, and it's it, and it's and all the strings are getting loose. But you know what? That that it's like yes, but that's that will come together and it'll make an even stronger piece of yarn because you're <laughs> gonna get through this. And mm-hmm. so many people are around you and supporting you and love you, and you do so much for everybody. You're doing such a great job. Yeah, thanks wow. for having thanks for having me. And oh, yeah, I I'm, I feel so excited. And how weird! I mean, this is the first time I was telling you that Lucky and I get to talk about things on. We do a lot of interviews together in podcasts, but it's usually like about the shows or the work mm-hmm. or the kids band or the television show. And so it was nice to just it was it was actually I was delighted hearing you tell stories, honey. I mean. Here. Stories of butt bongos. Butt bongos. Future stories of butt bongos. The future stories of butt bongos. You'll have to come back. Great idea for an animated series. Writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh go play some butt bongos. Uh if you find yourself in a Dutch oven, uh oh. if you find yourself uh, having a nervous breakdown. Or if you uh, find yourself standing next to a wall for 20 minutes while your mom eats ice cream. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Just know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.